Welcome to another episode of the Live to Accomplish podcast with Nathan Shooter. To discover more insightful episodes, blogs, videos, and resources, visit nathanshooter.com. Hey guys, so good to have your company here as we unpack the power of small. Every episode of the podcast and every blog over on the website centers around the idea of you and I together sitting down to unearth simple ways we can create significant results. So whether it's in our personal brand or our businesses or our personal culture, I believe that it should always include others. So today is going to be focused on how we can do that in the area of giving. Stories about social justice often have the ability to inspire and ignite passion within us. However, seeing the scale of human need in the world can sometimes leave us feeling really intimidated about where we should start and wondering if our contributions will even make a difference. In this episode, I talk with Paul Dunn, who is a business leader, a TEDx speaker, and the chairman of B1G1, which is a social enterprise with a mission to create a world full of giving using technology that tracks and visualizes the impact of its donors like you and me. Recently, when I was in Singapore, I had the great pleasure of sitting down with Paul in the international headquarters of B1G1, and we talked about how from small beginnings, they've grown to now deliver over 121 million giving impact moments around the world. As we jump into my conversation with Paul, I really want you to feel both encouraged and a little bit challenged about how we can, in a greater capacity, include giving as part of our personal culture. It's a delight to be with you. Thank you so much for asking me. Fantastic. And so can we just maybe perhaps start by explaining what B1G1 is for those listeners who perhaps aren't familiar? Yeah. Well, the, the simple way that I say that is, is in kind of like a why statement. So what I say is that we get up every morning to help business owners to create more impacts in our world than they ever thought possible. And to do that simply by doing what they do. And the reason, of course, that we do that is to create a world that's full of giving. And the reason we think that's important is because that's a much happier world, as you, as, you would, uh, as you would know. So that's what we do. So what it means is essentially that business owners doing, like for example, you doing this right now, you might, uh, let's say you're doing it for a client and, uh, and the client hopefully pays you, you might then express your gratitude for that by way of uh, what we call a gratitude certificate, which says, you know, when we did business or when we do business together, we didn't tell you this, but we thought you'd love to know that that every time we do business together, we make sure something great happens in our world. So as a result of our thing today, uh, you know, 103 kids just got access to pure life-saving water, or, you know, whatever. And you've got this wonderful choice of some 600 or so projects that are uh, highly impactful projects right around the world. Uh, that uh, to choose from and, and so uh, the, the, I think the great thing about it is, is that when we when we look at giving we this you know we tend to think like, like based on what we know right but but I think what B1G1 is doing and we just came to this conclusion actually uh, a couple of weeks ago is that everybody in business that's probably an overstatement but most of us in business know that at some level we want to give right that's that's just who we are as human beings um, but that for a, a small to medium scale business is like kind of challenging because at the same time we're wanting our businesses to grow and so on and so forth so what B1G1 does is kind of like a plug-in if you will uh, to your business to make that uh, that process uh, seamless easy and and really really rewarding 
Yeah, and I think we talk about in business where we want a win-win. So yeah. there's that symbiosis of doing a, a deal with a company where they get a great deal, we get a great deal. But what, what I'm listening to here is actually a win-win-win. Yeah. So it's actually there's a there's a there's a third win component here, and a lot of the a lot of the things that like you say about more practical aspects of having a small business is that they do have that desire to give but in practical terms how do we you know get our taxes done our payroll done and still have that (laughs) act of generosity yeah but what you're saying is that we can actually do that in line with our everyday transactions yeah exactly right and uh, you know some of the some of the people that you work with uh, for example Kerry and and stuff you know doing that automatically as well and I I think you're you're right it's a it's a win-win-win uh, but I, I think in a way it's a little more than that it, 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 because it's really adding meaning and purpose to to what we do uh, or to what, what businesses do. And, and I think the relevance of, of that to, to what you're doing is, is this, that you know, when we started or thought of that idea in 2007, so if you, if you go back to that start. Yeah, bring us back to the genesis. Yeah, okay, the genesis. <laughs> so, so here's uh, Masami, Masami Sato, uh, and uh, she, uh, she has this idea that basically says, um, you know, we, we could create a world that's full of giving. And then she st- starts to ask herself, how could I do that? And then it, it, it came out as, well, what if, and we always get great answers from what ifs, right? So, so this is a, what if every transaction gave back in a, in a measurable, simple way? Um, now that sounds like a, a really simple thought. You go, wow, that would be very powerful. You know, the, the, someone someone buys a, a, a TV set, and someone who cannot see gets the gift of sight. Someone buys a book, and a tree gets planted. Someone uh, has a cup of coffee, for example, and, and you know a kid gets access to water. So it's a it's a profoundly simple idea, and yet very challenging to do. But but for, from the point of view of of the, this whole focus on the power of small. I think B1G1 is a, a living, breathing example of how we should never, ever, ever forget that it's all about little things. So as you and I are sitting here today, for example, the, the great news is that since that, uh, that, that development of the thought in 2007, which took us about three years to figure out, the B1G1 uh, community right around the world, as of right now, we're up to uh, 104 million, 100,000, I think the number is, uh, giving impacts, which wow, is- it's like, incredible. Yeah, it's mm. amazing, isn't it? And uh, so it, it, to me, it's this profoundly brilliant example of how tiny things really do make differences. And interestingly, I, I was talking with uh, Bernadette Jiwa um, yesterday, and, and, and many of us perhaps listening to the podcast would know of, Bernadette, and, and if we don't, we should. You know, her <laughs> blog called Story of Telling is magnificent. And uh, she was telling me, she's just got a new book coming out called Hunch. And, and it's, what's interesting is it's all about how do ideas generate? And, and she points out that many of us think it's this, you know, this, this sort of spark. And, and she, but she points out that's not actually what it is. It's actually just the, the, the pursuance, if that's the right word, of these tiny little ideas and interestingly she said to me something which um, I, I thought wow what an interesting way of looking at it because you and I are aware I mean just look at all the gear around us now so we're aware that everything is being disrupted we're aware that everything is being disrupted at speed 
I mean, you know, I was listening to someone the other day that said the average length of a technological innovation, if you will, you know, you launch this new product and everybody goes, wow, is like about four months before something else comes out. That's or a d- different, better version of that yeah, same exactly, thing. Exactly, exactly, right? And so I said to Bernadette, I said, so how do you deal with this thought at speed? And she said, well, I don't look for speed. She said, what I look for is what's constant. And she said, what's constant is this human interaction. Uh, and if we can spend more time on that, then it's a, it's a great thing. Or as you know, Seth Godin uh, once said, I think it was about two or three years ago, he said, you know, we're in a different age now. He said, we're in the age of connection. And it's possible to look at that in, in, in sort of like a big sense. Oh, I get, I get that, you know, you're in the age of connection. Um, and he doesn't mean by that, rather, obviously, he doesn't mean let's have multiple Twitter accounts. He's talking about, you know, the, the connection to ourselves. And, and it's possible to look at that in a big sense, or it's possible to say, actually, what if you looked at that in, in, in a more fine way? What if you said it's all about moments of connection? And the moment you start thinking about moments of connection, then guess what you're, guess, guess what you're looking at? You're looking at these tiny little interactions that uh, in with and if, if you're focused on you know speed speed but you just you just don't sorry you just you don't don't see them anymore but when you see them that's when it gets profound and i think we look for um like you said the most effective ways to communicate but like as john maxwell i think he has a book um many communicate few connect yes he does. yeah that's right and i think what we're looking for these days is instead of just creating moments we actually need to build like monuments like uh, significant moments where we can actually pause and take stock of the moment we're in then leave a marker of that and continue on and i think as part of that i like um to think that that's trackable like yeah. oh, sure. if, if we're going to be honest I'm a little bit of a nerd when it comes to some of the no if, kidding yeah, if people, people seeing yeah people see can just have now, a look here yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. it's self evident so I like the fact that with um, B1G1 you can have this simple idea yet it can be multiplied into a more significant outcome that you can track exactly. so where did that idea come from where did that old concept of you know maybe we can tie that to what business people need to do every day where they can count it well, it, it was the, the original idea, you know, because I, I think at that point, you know, at that point and still to a large extent today, and there's no, no judgment in, in what I'm about to say, but, it, 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 you know, the whole kind of giving or charity space is really all about donate, 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 donate. Whereas in, in B1G1, right from the get-go, you know, if you cast your eyes up to that wall up there, you'll see there are three things. You'll see it's all about impact, it's about habit, and it's about connection. So by, by impact, we mean it's, it's not, nor in our view, should it ever be about the dollars. This is not about the chief executive, you know, sort of standing up with a big check and saying, look at us. This is saying when we did the, or when you bought that or whatever it was, whatever the transaction was, right? when, that, when that transaction happened, 57 kids got to go to school for a week or, or you know, whatever it is, right? So it's, that was really from the get-go and it was like this recognition that, that it, had to be, it had to be, as you just said, trackable. So that was just something that sort of 
popped into the into the brain at that point and what that's led to is is really interesting stuff i mean um you know on there's so many websites now that are using b1g1 where uh, they've got the 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 map which is automatically there and and we're tracking literally every sense of of every giving and we you know you're putting a dot on the map as to where it goes and and uh, and what that does of course when you when you see that on someone's website it's like Wow, that's really cool. So straight there, you've got that second connection now, right? The second connection to the customer or to the prospect and, and so on. And that, that's just a, a great thing to be a part of. Yeah, and I think it's a creating a sense of um, community and belonging. And oh, I yeah. think um, more and more these days, and it's not just millennial or, or Gen Y that it applies to, as like you said, we're moving at speed, technologies uh, moving at speed, but also maybe just lagging behind. There's a little bit of latency in our sense of community. And so um, what role would you say with your, your tracking and your work, what role does that play in people's sense of belonging to a bigger picture? Well, I think it starts with, uh, you know, we get lots of emails every day that essentially say, I, I just gave, or my, my kids just gave. Yeah. And they say things like, I can't, I can't believe how that felt. I was, I was there and I did this. And as a result of that, you know, so many trees were planted or, or, or so many hectares of rainforest were saved or, or whatever it is. So there's that immediacy, you know, right there. Um, and then that just seems to continue to play out in this whole cycle, I think. And, and, uh, and so I, th- I think uh, through that whole process, you create this sense of, resonance so you know if, if for example i i were to you, you asked about belonging if, if if i were to give you a gratitude certificate right now uh, that said um as so many people do actually um so, so many people when they send emails down the bottom of the email footer it will say that just as it was out of me sending this email I thought you'd like to know that a child got access to e-learning or yeah. what, whatever it was and so people go wow that's that's so cool and so it's a that connection is is a, a sense of belonging to something bigger if, if, if that makes sense. And, and the reality is, I think, that all of us at some level really want to belong to something. You know, we, that's, that's why there's this tribe, if you will, you know, following your podcast, right? We want to belong to all of the great things that happen and all of the ideas that the podcast sparks. So yeah, we, it, it's almost tapping into a fundamental uh, need of uh, us human beings to want to belong. It is. It's that intrinsic sense of um, belonging to, like, as you say, a tribe, yeah. but then also greater than that, actually contributing to that same tribe yeah. or collective contribution to something even bigger. Yeah. So for those of us who um, think that it's just been a flawless, easy journey for you, <laughs> <laughs> can you tell us perhaps for a moment where you just thought to yourself, you know what? let's just pack up and go home have you, have, you, have you ever had a moment like that well the the honest honest to goodness answer to that is is no um i, I remember once that um, someone asked me uh, they said uh, and i was sitting in you know in a, in a seminar and and someone i know was presenting it and they said let's talk about failure and they said, oh, Paul would have some observation, you know, about failure. So knowing that I speak, they call me out the front. And, and I, I seriously was unable to. My, my, my brain didn't get hold of that. 
Um, so yeah, there are times when you know things go wrong, obviously. But I, I think the magic is to be able to say, okay, so what was the learning in that, and 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 and, and how can we look for the for the gift? You know, Masami uh, always talks about in every interaction, even even so-called bad uh, interactions, there's a gift in there somewhere. You mm. know, and if you look uh, for that gift, and of course if you say oh my god that's it you know then then you've missed this opportunity to to look for what that interaction was actually designed to teach you yeah that that's great and it's good the other way to um to be able to reframe that and what i like is somebody once said to me uh, within every problem is the seed of its solution yeah and so that's why often when there is a problem it's good to write it out and go okay what is like you say the learning here but in each problem, therein lies the seed of its solution. So, how can we go and search for the seed, pull it up, and make something else oh, grow of it? A friend, a friend of ours, his name is Chris Rob. Chris has just written a book called Mass Participation Events, and so he he used to run marathon. He's just sold the business actually to the Ironman people, and um, uh, not surprisingly, you can imagine if you if you're doing mass events, so the things that go wrong, right? the things that go wrong, but. He's reframed that whole thing, and he now has a keynote to talk, which he calls, internally, we refer to it as a G-O-D, uh, which obviously spells something interesting. <laughs> and and what, what he does is he calls it the, the gift of disaster. Mm. And that's a very interesting framing. I think the Chinese, they have, um, every, within chaos, is opportunity. Opportunity riding on a dangerous wind. Yeah, I dangerous opportunity, the, yeah, 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 which is a, that kind of paradox, which we don't like sometimes, but exactly. it, there it is, yeah. yeah. When you're in it, you don't, you don't <laughs> value it. The idea is to sort of step back and say, hang on, there's something there. That's right. So in terms of those of us who we look at the world and there's so much need in the world, yeah. and that can be quite overwhelming, yeah. like the whole... Um, gist of this podcast and, and video and, and blog series is all about finding the simple, straightforward yeah. ways that we can create a significant outcome. How do we do that? How do we move from overwhelm to to a place of actually creating something significant? Well, it, it's uh, one of uh, one of my children asked asked me last night, "What's perspective?" You know, and perspective is looking at it with additional information. That's one way of, of, of thinking about it. So let's just uh, let's just take a look at some because you're right you know you, you look at it and you go oh my god you know how do we or how do i as a human being but what's interesting uh, in fact let me let me just look this uh, in, on page 154 as it turns out uh, of uh, masami's book which is called giving business she what we might do actually is we'll put a link in the show notes because you have two books is that right there's lots of yes mm. okay well we'll include <laughs> so, links to those exactly we, we all we really need to do is, is is do that's lovely of you thank you but we all need a little shot of this page because uh, on the left-hand side it says, let's look at some big issues. So let's look at providing access to basic education. What, what all the studies say is we need 22 billion a year in order to do that. Now to you and me that sounds like a really big number, but if you think about that internationally, it's quite a small number, right? Um, but when we look, so that's 22 billion. But if you, if you look on the other side of that and you say, well, what do we spend now per year on media? The answer to that is 168 billion. Wow. Uh, so it's like eight times. So if that's possible, the other thing ought to be possible. It's also possible. Exactly. That's right. So, uh, so let's talk about, uh, here's another one, uh, providing proper birth assistance. Uh, because you're aware that, that lots of kids and, and mums die uh, in childbirth around the world. So if you wanted to fix that, I, I want to fix that. I want to be the white knight. Then this would cost you, according to UNESCO, 
12 billion dollars for, for a year to, to do that on so you go oh my god that's like huge but and again no judgment on this let's have a look at what's spent on cosmetics around the world and we find the answer to that is 264 billion wow that so, is big, they're big numbers <laughs> but the point is all the while we all the while we think about it in those terms it becomes well okay someone else will fix it but what if we knew that every time we send an email a kid could get access to water what if what if we actually realize that every second every second there are two thousand wait there two million five hundred thousand emails per second right that are sent so right. let's just imagine for the minute uh, it sometimes feels like i receive that many in one well, single like, yeah, day yeah you do yeah they're all from they're all from me too. <laughs> yeah that's right yeah. <laughs> um so go figure that we you know the the number that's that's uh, thrown around a lot is that you know that there are some 700 million uh people who don't have access to water as a, for example well imagine if every email that we sent gave uh, uh, somebody access to water for a day just imagine it doesn't take too long to figure that out right that we really could make a difference and we make a difference by thinking about it in those small terms that that's in the simple ways yeah, yeah exactly that's yeah. that's uh, that's the, the the whole thing um and um in a sense that again that's uh, that's part of i think the the b1g1 thing see we can connect to that we really can connect to that and we go well you you mean by me sending an email you know something great can happen absolutely something great can happen you know um and uh, b1g1 uh, makes that possible for you wow it's pretty amazing how we can do something yet that's so common to us and so frequent to us yeah it can create a very uncommon and very much well, not frequent benefit for someone else exactly so i, I remember uh, he never answered it but i i did uh, once write an email to mr jobs and uh you know when we all look at those brilliant presentations that he did as he was launching whatever it was he was launching he, right at the end you know he'd finished he said well there's three things we need to talk about and he'd talk about those three things and then he would say oh just one more thing and then he'd you know he'd yeah say, he'd by the way it's an iphone <laughs> uh so so i once wrote to him and i said uh you know wouldn't it be rather interesting if when you said oh, just one more thing if you said one of the things we're doing you know we have 1.2 billion apps out there and so every time someone downloads an app a kid gets e-learning or a, or a something you know mm. um it, it, would that be an amazing thing to do it would and so when it'd be phenomenal yeah exactly and 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 all we're talking about there is is that that, that again if we, if we said it's going to take 12 million dollars to fix that issue that's like oh my god can't do it on the other hand every time someone downloads an app something tiny happens bang you know mm. the cumulative effect of yeah. that yeah exactly so in all of this, what is the most meaningful thing that you can say to somebody? Just say you have a few moments in a lift with somebody mm. and they kind of like, by the way, ask you what you do and, <laughs> and what it is that you leave as a footprint in, in this world. How do you package all of this? Because this is, this is quite a big, big thing that you do. It's a big life you've got. Mm. So how do you describe that and, and turn that into something that you deliver to people? Mm. Well, fun, funnily enough, um, it almost, almost that sort of circles back to where we began. So... If someone says that, you know, so what do you do? I'd say, well, um, I get up every morning to help business owners create more impacts in this world than they ever thought possible. And we do that, you know, by this thing called B1G1, which allows blah, blah, blah. So, and, and that's it. I mean, I think the really neat thing about that is, is it, it, it's not some 
imaginary you know often you 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 hear people say things like well you know i want to make a difference i'm going to make a difference and you know i'm passionate about making a difference but there's never any traction in it right there's there's yeah how do you how do you track that or how do you exactly exactly quantify exactly and so but i think the magic of uh, of b1g1 is that it's there it's real it's now uh, and we can all access it and know that collectively uh, every single one of us is is leaving a legacy which is unlike the legacy we would have left were we not part of B1G1. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time today in your beautiful Singapore office. Thank with you. With your lovely air conditioning compared to what we have outside. <laughs> and with the pings <laughs> of my, my Apple Watch and the, and the phones going at the same time. No, you're a busy man. So just before we wrap up, what's one question that you wish that people would, would ask you? Oh, you know what? That was, that's my favorite question to ask anyone else. And uh, so um, I actually asked Bernadette, Jiwa that question and she said well Paul what's what's what questions did I've asked you so uh, so what I answered to her was was um, getting back to this the these moments and I said you, you know, the question I, I think is give me you know, what are some examples of simple moments that actually can change the world and and we are surrounded by those moments if only we look uh, and and sometimes we need to just be in the right place to see it. So, um, for example, I was recently uh, going between the two airports in Tokyo, and uh, so you know you get on this bus and, and it runs exactly the time as you would expect. And uh, here are these these guys in white gloves uh, putting your luggage in the in the bottom of the of the bus that goes between airports and and they're always very nice and, and so on and so on. And then when the driver starts the engine, these the guys that have been packing the luggage, just, just get the picture of this, right? So here they are alongside the bus, they, they close the luggage uh, doors and then the bus starts up and then it just gracefully starts to move. And as it gracefully starts to move, all three of these guys with the white gloves just bow to the bus. Wow. And exactly. And, and you think, what if we did that? What if we actually took time to, to, to recognize that we're really all together in this, you know? Mm. And, and, and maybe sometimes we can just take a moment to, to realize that and to acknowledge, maybe not with the bow, but to acknowledge by really giving our full attention, by really being present, by really listening you know but but i thought it would be very interesting if we <laughs> if we all bowed occasionally <laughs> <laughs> yeah it'd be a much more gracious society i think so <laughs> no doubt yeah well that that's amazing thank you for sharing that and i think we live in a day and age it's one of the greatest economic um, times you know that we could be sure put is. into and sure i think is. when it comes to giving and finding ways to i guess um shoehorn it into what we already do we are compelled to do it because I think in general, if we don't learn, we can't earn. And if we don't earn, we can't get. And if mm. we can't get, we can't give. You got it. Yeah. And I think some of us are, are so worried about um, the giving, but really we should be looking for opportunities to learn like that because that will end up being a gift of giving. I think so. And I, and I think that, that, you know, the two most interesting things that people say to us uh, about B1G1, uh, because to, to us, it's, it's not like a, a transaction. It's it's something more than that and and the two most 
interesting things people say when they take you know they have a look, look at b1g1 is this they say oh my god or wow or whatever i've been looking for something like this all my life so imagine how i feel you know every day mm. when people say that and here it is yeah and then exactly and then the second thing they say after after using it is you know this has really transformed uh, my organization and yet in a, in, a, in a sense, you know, we're not sort of talking about how you do better business or how you do all of this. We're talking about something that essentially is, is just human. But the reality is, is that when that business becomes more human, when that business illustrates that through, through practicing gratitude every day, through the use of the B1G1 gratitude certificates, that's exactly uh, what happens. So. Uh, and, that, and that's why in, in B1G1 we say, you know, to create a world full of giving because that's a happier world. Wow. And I'm sure it would be a much happier world if we started to take a page out of your book. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. So where can people, our listeners, find out more about um, yourself and uh, Masami and, and your business? Where do we, where do we well, direct that's, people? That's, that's pretty simple. You just go to uh, www.com b1g1 and that's uh, just to be clear that's the letter b followed by the number one uh, followed by the letter g followed by the number one followed by dot com some people in the united kingdom refer to it as biggie but it's actually b1g1.com well thanks again for your time and we look forward to sharing the, the notes and the books that are available as well and also to your social media links but thanks so much again uh, for joining us today thank hey, you thank you for having me it's been an absolute pleasure Thanks for joining us today. To connect with Nathan, simply visit facebook.com forward slash Nathan Shooter blog or Twitter and Instagram using at Nathan Shooter. We also invite you to comment, ask questions and subscribe to the email editions at nathanshooter.com. <laughs>